From the Gartner Symposium and IT Expo in Orlando, Florida, this is podtech.net. My boss teases me and he says, Sarah, the entire company cannot work in security. And I'm like, Kevin, what do you mean? <laughs> of course they can't. We're all responsible for security. Sarah Santarelli is Chief Information Security Officer for Verizon Business. Podtech.net brings you highlights from Santarelli's talk, Forming a Strategy for Assessing Your IT Security Risk. In part two of the podcast, Santarelli discusses what she calls the holy grail of security, accurately measuring security risk. The, the answer, at least that I've found, to implementing a risk management program is not to go buy a template. It needs to permeate through your entire business, whether it's how you scan systems or, in this case, how you architect your network. So what we have implemented, and my president one day called me and said, Sarah, I don't know about this. I've spent years and millions of dollars tearing down networks for efficiency. And you want to put in a network? That's basically what we did. So we've got this big network. You all have heard the orange theory, the, the Dairy Queen ice cream theory. You know, you got a nice hard soft, but inside it's all gooey. Well, you know what? Bad guys know that too. They know if I can just bypass that perimeter defense. And oh, by the way, these Blackberries and, and flash drives and cell phones and everything, they bypass that first layer of defense anyway. But what if I want to get at my financial systems? So let's think about this. I have this, um, let's say my, you know, I use it as an example. My mom has this bracelet that she wore for 30 years before she died. It's really important to me personally. So I take great care with that bracelet. It's not worth a ton of money or anything, but it's, you know, it's important to me. So I keep that in my safe, in my room. And I won't tell you where in case this gets out, but it's in a special place. And when it's not on my wrist, it's really secure. So if you think about it in context of the physical security at my house, first you gotta know where I live. You gotta figure out where I live. Then when you figure, which is pretty easy, but guess what, it's pretty easy to find your corporate network, right? So once you find out where I live, then you gotta kinda get in. Well, maybe you jimmy rig the you know, garage door or something. Well, then guess what, I've got an alarm system. So then the alarm system's gonna go off. Well, maybe you're smart enough to bypass the alarm system. Well, now you're in my house. So I got over 4,000 square feet in my house. Where are you gonna go? So then you gotta figure out once you're inside how to get there. Then you got another safe that you gotta get inside that. And you gotta do all that before somebody comes and catches you. That's what we've done with our critical systems. Spend the money where the most risk is. So if you want to get to a financial system, you've got to figure out where our network is, you've got to get inside it. And you can bypass your level one. I mean, there's a lot of million ways. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that we're perfect, but you'll have to go through a lot of hoops to get there. Once you're inside the network, then you've got to figure out where to go. If you're lucky enough to find it, guess what? There's more firewalls inside. And you know what we did it there? If you want to be an SA on one of those systems, you're going to have two-factor token-based authentication inside the corporate network to do admin on that server. Then let's say you get inside there. Bingo, there's a another intrusion detection system. And oh, by the way, all of our alarming, remember back to how I said our assets are tied to the data that's on them? You have an alarm that triggers on a system that's inside of a secure subnet. All those alarms you get every day that you try to figure out which one am I going to look at, 
boy, that bubbles it right to the top. Spend your money where your assets carry the most risk, whether you're patching a system, setting your corporate standards, implementing your security system development lifecycle, monitoring your systems. Once you have all that flagged, then the easy, the basics, right? Intrusion detection, boom, bubbles to the top. IPS, bubbles to the top. Network devices, you know, look at, there's a lot of other places that you can look at for incident data, and I'm going to talk a little bit in a few minutes about some of the um, areas that we can help with that in that regard also. Risk management should go through your whole strategy. So, you know, I talked about patching, more frequent monitoring, those systems that carry the most risk, keeping an extra eye on those um, with increased security controls. We actually also implemented a um, pen testing team. So we actually um, pen test our own network every day. So we know where those jewels are, making sure that someone hasn't gone through a maintenance window and lost a security control, anything of that nature. But again, using that dashboard that says, here's the best, all the way down to here's the worst. And oh, by the way, this is really kind of cool too, that risk score that we calculate, the golf score, when you log in, you can see your score in comparison to your peers. So here's my score as a vice president, and then here's his or her score as a vice president who reports to the same boss. And so those of you that might have an operational responsibility, one of the big things we always try to do is centralize operations under the ops guy or gal that knows what they're doing. It's interesting. Once you've got risk scores, you do see that the people that do this for a living actually do have better security, at least in our company. And that drives that impetus for centralized monitoring and control, which drives cost out of the business. And CIOs really dig that. So how can we help you from a Verizon business perspective? We've got a lot of services, um, again, targeted with this risk management model. So let's say you've got a small security team or even a large security team, but it's very network focused, may not be really good at building those governance or those policies. Or maybe you have the same security policies you've had for 10 years and you've just kind of updated you know, two or three that were most prevalent because now you've got PDAs to worry about or you've got flash drives to worry about or, oh, let's go create a data classification model. We've got professional services uh, groups that can help you build all of those programs all the way up to we can actually do holistic monitoring for you. So the Verizon business, managed security business, is a model that I actually personally feel very strongly about. Um, the differentiator here, uh, and again, I'm not the salesperson. <laughs> I'm just the ops guy. But um, if you're in the business of thinking about getting a partner, one thing to think about with our business that's different than many of our competitors is that we actually offer services from cloud all the way to the core. Now, here's why that's important. We have this teensy-weensy little advantage called the public IP backbone. So we have got, you know, arguably one of the world's largest, if not the largest, depending on who, who baselines it, public IP backbone, which means I've got tremendous visibility into what's happening. So as emails are delivered across the net, we have services that can take a look at those emails, carve out spam, carve out viruses, worms, phishing attacks before it delivers and causes weight onto your email systems. Take care of it in the cloud before it hits your network. We've got WAN Defense, which is a wonderful product. I'm not going to talk about it today because I just don't have enough time. but 
um, in our distributed denial of service venue, we actually have alerting, detecting, and mitigation for denial of service attacks, distributed denial of service attacks, come across that backbone. So we can tell you, oh, you're about to be attacked, you're being attacked, would you like to have this changed? Or you can go ahead and say, go ahead and scrub my traffic. You can set those rules up depending upon what you want for your business. All the way inside your network with IDS, IPS services, we can help you with your antivirus, with your desktops, we can manage your network. Just a whole breadth of continuum to whatever you're comfortable with in your environment. I'll tell you, a couple years ago, before I got in the managed security business, I had this thought, oh, I don't know if I'd outsource my security. I don't know about that. And, you know, I've kind of matured through that process, and, I've, and you know, we all have. We've gone through the business to where we've understood that at least I look at it and say that the real power of running security is in that governance and the risk management and the security management. But I'll tell you, the first place, if you're thinking that you might need some help or you're just beginning to think, maybe I don't have all the right resources I have, the first place to go to help from Verizon Business really ought to be through our professional services business. We can sign NDAs with you. Even if you don't have any business, but you think you might someday need some help with forensics if you were to have some type of compromise, go ahead and work through that process with us so we can be your partner and do what I call parachuting Right. So if you have something happen, it's the middle of the night and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to capture, do a live response on a system. You've got somebody to call. Please get yourself a partner. If it's not us, that's a, a critical part of your, your information security program. And um, then they can help build on that, whether it's application reviews, security reviews, network reviews, et cetera. I do have security operations, so I've got three security operations centers that um, manage security for, I mentioned, over 700 customers, primarily in the Virginia area. I've got a um, full uh, group that does security for nine of the 15 federal business agency groups, so big um, focus in the uh, government space for managed security. We've also got um, a managed uh, security operations center in Cary, North Carolina, where we do a lot of non standard. Maybe you think, oh, who would touch my network? I got all these weird devices. We can help you with that. We can transform your network, bring it current. If that's maybe, you know, you know you need to get from A to B, but you don't know how to get from A to B. We can do vendor bake-offs, all kinds of um, security support there. I just pulled on the next two slides just a couple of examples of some of the things that we do. Um, I oftentimes find that uh, folks are facing vulnerability overload. Right, So you're going to get over 6,000 CERT vulnerabilities this year. Don't you just want to throw your hands up in the air and say, you know, I give up. I'm on this patching wheel and I got 20 new vulnerabilities a day. How do I take that and turn that into context of this one's important to me? So we've got this portal out there that you can assign your um, suite of systems, your platform to, that we can customize so that you know, hey, this new vulnerability came out and this applies to us and here's what it's doing to the risk on your platform. It's even got a ticketing engine that you can make sure that your ops guys or gals get that remediated and follow back up. And it'll generate reports for you, things like here's your top 10 alarms. Again, think about that risk management. Everything you do focused on here's where the most risk is, here's where the biggest alarms are, here's the direct relevance of these vulnerabilities in context of your environment. 
This is my favorite part, and I probably could, could just really, you know, spend the entire time here, but talk about that itsy-bitsy advantage that we have um, from our public IP backbone. When you think about managed security, first of all, you're probably hesitant to even think about somebody doing it. You're thinking, I'm doing a pretty darn good job myself, and I'm sure you are. Unbeknownst to you, you can see all of everything in your environment. You can say, oh, well, Sarah, I'm correlating my switches and my network devices and my servers. I can see that. I can tell if bad guy A goes into this campus and then goes from here to here, and I'm using my event correlation system, and I've got it rolling, and I've upgraded to ArcSite 3.5, and I've got all this. The problem is it's only your environment. So you can see what's happening to you, from you, maybe a partner, but it's very narrow in your view. So let's say you decide, okay, I want to see what's going on in comparison to other customers. So you go to our competitors. Well, our competitors are going to be able to say, yeah, I can see you, and this is their pitch, right? I can see what's going on in your network, Sarah. But I have all these other customers, so I can see what's going on in their network too. And you know what? I agree with them. They're right. They have better insight and better view than I have for just me. But I'll tell you where the value is with Verizon Business is that in addition, I've got the internet visibility. Because guess what? Bad guys, they test their code too. We know that for a fact. We went back and took a look in our log data for Code Red and Slammer, and you could see very, very early on that code began to propagate while they tested, and then it would come out, and then it would go in. And when we saw that, we realized we have some gold. We have some really unique opportunity here to figure out how does that make a difference? I'll tell you what, it made a difference for me. I was on a some of you may have heard this story before. It's just so close to my heart. My daughter plays soccer. And so weekends are really important to me. My son plays hockey too, so ice hockey is important to me too. But this happened to be on a soccer field, so my pager goes off. And you know, I mentioned we've got these data sources out on the public IP backbone, over 1,800 data sources that sit out on the backbone and send us data. And if we see data paths grow exponentially within a preset time, we get auto-alerting. And then as it grows, the alerts get bigger. So I'm on a soccer field, and all of a sudden my cell goes off, and it's this guy that's like four levels below me calling me directly because these triggers have gone off. And he says, hey, Sarah, something's on, da 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 So what did I do? I called my security operations center, and we launched our incident response team. Did I have an infection? Nope. No infection. Did I have any level one alerts from any antivirus vendor? Nope. Did I have any tickets from any of my customers? Nope, 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 nope. But I launched this because I saw code beginning to propagate. And in fact, then what I did is I went to my IP risk dashboard, which is my favorite tool, and I stack ranked all my systems, right, in terms of risk. Location, data, held, inherent risk in the system based on the last series of scan data. Then I went out and across this port, I found when was the last vulnerability by what vendor that was going across this port. And at the same time, I called the AV guys and said, what's in your lab? Call me as soon as it's in your lab. And I identified, and I won't name the vendor, but I identified a patch that came out on a Tuesday afternoon. 
and I stack ranked my systems. I went to my asset inventory database. I found every system that was not yet patched, internet facing first. What would you give to have time? That's what we're building our next suite of products around. Take a look on uh, Monday, I believe, very soon. We'll have a press announcement talking about that. Um, that is just our first launch into sharing that data with customers. We'd love to have your feedback. It's new for us. We're going to have our first opportunity to, say, to show you on a portal. Here's what we're seeing on the net. Our analysts will be writing about what they're seeing and what their perception is. So you know, take some time to check that out when you see the press release. This is just a quick little case study. Uh, again, just showing, not the soccer story, but showing that um, by working across the our customers, we were actually able to identify, um, do you guys remember the silly I am worm from last year? Right? It was, hee hee, check out this funny movie. And no matter how many security awareness messages we do that say, don't click the link, they click the link, right? And they think they're going to go get to see this funny little movie. Well, guess what? A ton of people click that link. And what we started to see was alerts across in my MSSP business. So across my security business, it wasn't a trigger big enough to trigger the internet backbone. Oh my gosh, slammer's coming, right? But it was enough that I started to see my customers starting to see infections. And so what we did is we looked it up. We grabbed the packet data. There was no signatures available from anyone. We actually traced that back to a customer that was on our public IP backbone was creating a bot network. I executed my internet abuse policies and said, you're doing something unlawful. I took them off the net. And as you can see in this particular diagram, within a matter of minutes, under one hour, we were able to drop all of these machines that were trying to go get infected by the major master bot controller and ended in the end, were able to uh, decrease the number of infections per second to almost zero. So that's the power of having a public IP backbone provider deliver and help you build your, your risk management program. Think about it in context of the business. Think about it that this is not just an asset, but it's a, a potential risk to your business. Knowing that it's difficult at best to get continued funding, building that risk management through your entire program, I think will help you take that step Thanks. From the Gartner Symposium and IT Expo in Orlando, Florida, this is podtech.net.